If you were sent back in time several hundred years, what would you do? Would you survive and thrive using the knowledge of the future to build your own kingdom? Or would you die of the plague because you forgot to wash your hands? Well, now you can find out. Welcome to Passmaster, the show where we go back in time armed with nothing but the knowledge in our heads and our AI game master as our guide. Will we become masters of the past? Let's find out. <laughs> I love that music. <laughs> I had one bit of feedback saying, oh, who, who wrote your music? And I was like, oh, I'd like to say, uh, we do have a royalty-free library. <laughs> done it. Done it yet again. My name is Ryan Mulcrone, and with me as always is Tan Parsons and Keon Dadgostar. Hello. Hello. Hey, Ryan. How's it going, hey, gents? All good, man. All good. Yeah? Yeah, loving the sunshine. Just mowing my lawn <laughs> for the first time ever. My lawn is about the size of this table. Mm. So because I've got chickens in the garden, we basically, they've taken over half the garden, and then we've got gravel. And then I wanted to keep a little patch of grass so that the dog had somewhere to go. But what I've ended up with is, is basically like a two meter by one meter patch of lawn that just overgrows. And I insisted to my wife that we need a, a lawnmower for this <laughs> tiny patch of lawn. And I just feel really ridiculous every time I have to go and cut it. It takes about 30 seconds. <laughs> zoom, it, zoom, right? zoom. <laughs> Should we do an intro that doesn't involve loads of lawn chat? Sorry, I don't know why I went there. <laughs> I mean, our intro chats have not been great. There was the <laughs> chat about DIY, which I cut from the edit. <laughs> Sorry, we're just loosening up. So also, I'm super excited because this is actually our first time back in the studio since the podcast went live. Yeah. yeah. It's been... The, the crowds are loving it. <laughs> All three of them. <laughs> no, come on. There's at least... There's, there's a, there's a, we're in double figures. Certainly <laughs> double figures. It's been, yeah, it's been really good. Thrilling, really, to get some really good feedback, some nice reviews, and above all, loads of suggestions for things we could do with our future adventures. So sort of where we're going to go, how we could change the prompt to change this mission at the start of our adventures and so on like that. So I think it's been uh, super exciting. Shall I give us a couple of examples of bits of feedback? Who's been saying good things about us, Tan? So, James Kinsey Jones says it's excellent stuff and he's loving the chemistry. Thanks, one, James. <laughs> one of his bits of feedback is that he would like us to change the prompt to make our missions a bit harder. Yeah, he, I feel that. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's been a little bit easy so far. It's beginner mode. Yeah. If it, was, if it was a real game. And I think if you think about it, like when you play a computer game, you start on beginner mode, then you move up yeah. to intermediate. So, we, you know, we are go, that, going through those motions. Yeah. In, the, in the right order. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's, I think that's, that's echoed some other feedback we've had. So we are going to be in future probably tinkering with it yeah. and making it well, harder. Think, Is that right, Ryan? I think Ryan? was like, it's a relentless surge to victory <laughs> yeah. last week. Yeah. So. My friend Ben Smith from Australia, Ben's suggestion was that we have this is me paraphrasing, that we have more of a mission-based approach. So you okay. might try and stop something bad from happening on a specific date or area or time. And he would love to see us go back to Jeffrey Epstein's paedophile island <laughs> 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 with, with, with Prince Andrew and basically try and <laughs> d- disrupt their uh, nefarious activities and bring, I mean, bring them to I justice. To start with that. I just... <laughs> I, I think ChatGPT would really struggle to yeah. do that justice. I think ChatGPT would, would probably be a bit embarrassed. <laughs> would you survive and thrive or leave a cultural legacy? What I would be know. the mission to sort of like smoke them out and I be think like, so? Yeah, you know, bring them to justice. Yeah, yeah, put an end to it all. So that's definitely an interesting okay. idea. We'll, we, we'll put that on the list. Interesting. That's, that's on, yeah. that's on the list. For the very, very much on the list. We've had a bunch of other ones. One that I do want to highlight is Christopher Mason from Exeter 
who, among with various good ideas, says he would love to see us journey back to what he calls Jesus time. And that's... Jesus that's, is that the official title? That's the, ofi- back, that's the official era. Yeah, yeah Jesus, Jesus time. time. <laughs> Learn about Jesus time in school. Yeah, uh, I so thought that every, was every Sunday, isn't it? Every Jesus Sunday time. is Jesus, Jesus. time. <laughs> <laughs> um, what time is it? <laughs> Jesus time. <laughs> and I have to say that's always sort of intrigued me. Like one of my, um, you know, if I could go back anywhere, I, I would love to have meet meet Jesus and see what he was all about, see what he really looked like, see if he was a chilled out entertainer like I imagine, or if he was a bit didactic and preachy, yeah, maybe somewhere in the middle. I feel like we could maybe, as a spin-off, do a... Because it always seems to introduce you to historical characters, like Charles Darwin in a pub or yeah. whatever. Like, I wonder if we should do a side episode, or in the middle of a playthrough, ask it to do a... We're what? sitting around a, da- a table, yeah. and Jesus is there, Darwin's there. You know? like a mashup, like fantasy dinner party type thing, yeah. where you, who, who are your four favourite you know, celebrity dinner guests, and you have to just meet them. Yeah. Quite good fun. I, I worry that ChatGPT would, would struggle to make that good. I don't think ChatGPT would be a great dinner host. It would just be like, say all the wrong things, yeah. loads of faux pas. And then it would apologise. It would be constantly. saying sorry constantly, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I had a little play around with the Jesus time okay. adventure at home. and oh, So you got another one of your tan specials. Yeah, I've, I've, rustled, I've rustled another special for you. We need, do we need a little jingle for, for a tan special? Tan special before yeah, we do. Yeah, I think so. Tan special. So this one goes out to you, Chris Mason. Keon, over to you as uh, as game master. Let's go. Welcome to Passmaster Adventurer. Now let's begin. You have been chosen to travel back in time to a different historical period. Your mission is to navigate the challenges of survival in the past while using your knowledge of the present to your advantage. Before we start, may I know your name and which period you would like to travel to? And I've just gone and playing it very straight back this time. My name is Tan. Oh. And on this occasion, I would like to visit Galilee, circa 25 AD. Now, is that because you were thinking, better not call myself Tanimus Maximus, because Roman times, yeah. people might not like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That might be the uh, the occupying forces. Yeah. Just, keep, just keep it simple. Tan, yeah, fairly sort of yeah, neutral name, I suppose. And what I've noticed here as well is it's actually given you the chance to Say who your name, like say who you are. Yeah. Often it's gone through a whole long spiel. Yeah, and it's gone like, can I have your name? Okay, great. Now, so where would you like to go? Here are yeah. your options, and it's, it's actually said, you know, it's been quite civil this time, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah, just like let me get on. With I it. actually, with the prompt, tried several times to stop it doing that, and I don't know why it does it. Yeah. Like I've tried to have the prompt wait till the person says the name before proceeding. Yeah, and it once just type it just typed back in, and now I'm waiting, and it carried it's so carried on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it sometimes has the feel of a demented robot that's just eager to uh, get things done. Yeah. But yeah, it seems maybe it's learning. Yeah, artificial yeah, it's intelligence. Getting, it's social skills are picking up. It's like, oh, <laughs> right, I have to wait for a response when I ask a question. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, the humans will be angry with me again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Tan, to the land of Galilee, circa 25 AD. You find yourself in a bustling market square surrounded by people dressed in robes and sandals. The scent of spices and fresh bread fills the air and the sound of vendors hawking their wares echoes all around you. I'm getting a a definite scent, the smells, the sounds. Yeah, very definitely biblical. As you take in your surroundings, you realize you have been sent back in time to the period of Jesus Christ. Mm. You could choose to accumulate wealth or leave a lasting (laughs) legacy. But remember that your ultimate goal is to win the game. So what would you like to do first, Tan? I think I was quite hungry when I was playing this. 
So I, I just spoke from the heart and I said, surreptitiously steal some bread from one of the market stalls to take the edge off my hunger. As you approach one of the market stalls, you quickly grab a loaf of bread and slip it into your bag. However, as you turn and leave, you feel a hand on your shoulder. Uh-oh. Is it going to be Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> Not so fast. I can see everything. I no, no, no. The owner of the stall, a burly man with a bushy beard. What do you think you're doing, friend? He asks sternly. You realize you have been caught in the act of stealing and must quickly come up with a convincing excuse or face the consequences. What do you say, Tan? So in trouble immediately. Yeah. Yeah. A little little side note here that I, I quite like that a lot of the NPCs in this seem to have bushy beards or it's bushy moustaches and they're all quite burly. Yeah, <laughs> they're all, yeah they do love a, he loves a burly man, ChatGPT. Yeah. There's, very rarely you come across a skinny bloke in, uh, yeah. in, in this game. <laughs> anyway. Also, can we just take a moment to appreciate Keon's first accent? Yes, voice acting. Oh, I thought that That's was going to go unnoticed then. No, it's <laughs> superb. Enjoyed it very much. So what do I do when I've got this hand on my shoulder? Yeah. And I said, I'd use sleight of hand to make it look like I had turned one loaf into two loaves and give them both back to the stall owner. I know Jesus's trick with the bread and fishes went down well, so I'm hoping this bread themed magic <laughs> trick I'm hoping this bread themed magic trick will get a good response. Little, little, little side note here to any, any listeners who who, who are uh, Christian or religious, this isn't intended to be a blasphemous episode. It's it's merely exploratory. Okay. Um, okay. And I should also say I studied religious studies in A levels. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I swear I'm not trying to be blasphemous. <laughs> yeah. But I, one of the um, it was kind of in two parts. One was sorry, slight diversion. One was about the Christian Reformation in Europe, and one was about the New Testament, particularly like the Gospel of Luke. And it was like super interesting. It was it wasn't like traditional religious studies. It was theology, kind of like theology, I guess. And it was like looking at the Bible as a historical text. Yeah. You? How has it been distorted? How has it been changed? How is it an allegory, etc. And it was kind of like more like history than religious yeah. studies, I would say, yeah. but with a particular theme. And it just captured my imagination. So I have always wanted to, you know meet jesus and now i can so so that you were basically trying to fulfill this long yeah long held ambition exactly so thank you if you're listening mrs austin thank you very much you uh, you inspired me all those years ago she's not listening (laughs) 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 sorry slight diversion so yeah i'm 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 trying to convince them that it's just a friendly magic trick yes so go on i was gonna say the same question as me well no no, are you trying to exploit the fact that they this crowd is sort of they're warmed up to you know they've seen these kind of things before they're you know, they might be used to it. Is your strategy going to be to, um, are you going to try and out Jesus, Jesus? <laughs> I, I don't think I really knew at this point. I was just like feeling, fumbling around blindly in, in Galilee, just trying to get a sense of who I am and what I can get away okay, with. Okay. Uh, and, there is an era be... when you were going to leave a lasting legacy. I mean, you're, you've got high competition. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You've really got to make your mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going to outdo. Yeah. yeah. Explain this magic trick then. So you've got one um, loaf. How so I've got it... one loaf. I haven't really explained it, but I've just said I'm going to use sleight of hand to make it appear like I've turned one into two well, loaves. I break it in half. And be like, hey. <laughs> More for everyone. Yeah. Right, right. Because they've, they've seen miracles. They know what the yeah, yeah. is. They like that stuff. Well, let's see what happens. So you quickly recall a magic trick you learned and decide to try your luck. With a deft sleight of hand, you appear to have turned one loaf of bread into two and you offer them both back to the stall owner. The owner looks at you skeptically for a moment, but then his eyes widen in amazement. 
Well, I'll be. That's some trick. He explains, impressed by your magical prowess. The, the consistency of accents has already gone. That's, a, that's part of the fun. For you, a second, I thought you were going to go like, you know, Southern America. Well, yeah, they did well, sound like that, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> you got a real talent there, friend. <laughs> I could use someone like you around here. It's all the same person. <laughs> you realize that you might not be wise to continue stealing as it could lead to trouble later on. What would you like to do next, Han? I asked the store owner what sort of thing he has in mind for me because he's previously he's just asked you know he said you've got a real talent there and he could use someone like me so I'm just saying what sort of thing have you got in mind for me the store owner looks you up and down and nods thoughtfully well I could use some help around here I'm getting old and it's not easy running this store by myself you seem like a hard worker and you've got a good head on your shoulders I could use someone like you to help me out with the business. It's interesting that he's pinned me as a hard worker ra- yeah, rather yeah. than somebody who just steals bread. You stole bread. something, you gave it back to him. Ah, this you... guy knows how to graft. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's a grafter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's already got a positive spin yeah, on my yeah. bad behaviour. Anyway. So he gestures this towards the various goods on display, including spices, bread and pottery. I could use someone to help me keep track of the inventory or all the exciting jobs, restock the shelves and maybe even help out with sales. Of course, I can't pay you much, but I can offer you a room and board and a place to sleep in the back of the store. What would you like to do? So I will accept the job for now. Yeah. And then I've sort of broken from the game a bit here and I've asked ChatGPT. A quick clarification, if possible. How is it I can understand the man and he me? Presumably, he speaks Aramaic. So I'm sort of just testing you. Testing his logic. He's got to break the fourth wall, haven't you? Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) You make him work hard because now he's got to scramble for an answer. He's like, oh, like he says here, that's a good point, Tan. (laughs) Quick, let me check my notes. Yeah. Given that you've traveled back in time, you would indeed have a language barrier to contend with. However, in this particular case, it's likely that the man you're speaking with understands Greek. Oh, no problem. Which is a common language of the time and place. How's your Greek? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty basic. (laughs) It's also possible that you're able to understand Aramaic, the primary language of Galilee at the time, due to some sort of magical or technological invention. What? I thought it's been like, you know what, you've got me here. It's some Unless, sort of magical some sort of magic. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh, fucking hell, well, I just can't work it out. It's, it's magic or technology, I don't know. It's the blagger in chief, as we were saying, ChatGPT. It's just a you, plausible thing. When you can't answer a question, like when a kid goes, why is this like this? Just because. It's just magic, all right? It's it's sort of magic. <laughs> or, or technological invention. Yeah. Well, See, well, would... technological invention could be... A- Google Translate on your phone, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Maybe you're talking through that and yeah. it's talking back. But exactly. then you'd win the game by having that. Doing that. I, no, I'd love it to just be like, look, Tan, this is a, you know, just, just you can speak Aramaic, you know, you've gone back in time for Christ's sake. <laughs> like, don't worry about the language. But no, he's... That's exactly what it says here. It says, regardless of the reason, for the purpose of... <laughs> Sorry, this is just so funny. Regardless of the reason, for the purposes of this game, we'll assume you'll be able to communicate effectively with the people of the time. Just don't worry yet. Don't get bogged down on the details, okay? Let's just assume we can all talk the same language. (laughs) Now, back to your decision. (laughs) Stop wasting my time, Tan. (laughs) Just quickly brush that aside. The stall owner looks pleased by your acceptance of the job. Excellent. I'm glad to have you on board, he says. Let's get started right away. I've got a shipment of spices that needs to be unloaded from the caravan and I could use some help carrying the crates. As you work with the stall owner, you learn more about the various goods he sells, as well as the customs and traditions of the people of the time. What would you like to do next? And I'm sort of thinking in the back of my mind, yes, I've got a job and I'm trying to just go steady here, but I'm, you know, I really want to meet the the big guy. So I say... (laughs) 
Cut to the chase. I'd like to ask if he knows a bloke called Jesus, <laughs> though I say he may know him better as Joshua Ben Joseph, which I think is what he was actually known as. In yeah. I think Jesus is from the Greek, so that was a later edition, but he would have been known as Joshua. Well, if you just said Jesus, though, you should have been corrected yeah. by... You know, I've got a, I've got a feeling. I should have tested that. I've got yeah. a feeling it would have gone like, oh yeah, Jesus, that bloke over there with the, <laughs> with the beard. Yeah, but I say Joshua Ben Joseph, a carpenter, big on magic tricks and the kingdom of the poor. He has a big gang with him and he likes singing. Most of them do actually. Does he like singing? I never knew about that. Well, you'll see where I'm going with that. Oh, okay, okay. You're adding this. This is. Are you going to try and twist? Right, Jesus Christ superstar. Maybe. Or Maybe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're transparent. <laughs> So the stall owner looks at you curiously for the moment and then nods. Oh, yes, I know of him, he says. He's been causing quite a stir around here lately. Some people say he's a prophet. Others say he's a troublemaker. He's also been performing miracles, healing the sick and feeding the hungry. Oh, God, what a, what a troublemaker. That sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, he's aware of him. That's good. Yeah, that is yeah. good. And I say, I realize I don't even know the name of my benefactor. So I ask him his name. Then ask him for his advice on which commodity he thinks is most likely to bear fruit should I wish to go into business on my own in Galilee. You see, I want to have a bit of capital before I head over to Jesus and try to put my plan into action. And it says, you realise that you haven't even asked the name of the stall owner who has offered you employment. I'm sorry, you say. I don't even know your name yet. The stall owner chuckles. I'm not... not... (laughs) 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 Fucking hell. No worries, my you friend. You made Tan do the grunt. I know. No, I said my thing. I thought about it. I was like, I'm not doing that. And I was like, back. yeah, I, was like, I have to do it, don't I? I've, I've <laughs> walked myself into that. The stall owner chuckles. No worries, my friend. My name is Isaac. Isaac nods, then listens attentively as you explain your plan to accumulate wealth before approaching Joshua Ben Yosef. That's a smart move, Tan. As for which commodity is most likely to bear fruit, I would recommend spices. They're always in demand, and we have a good supply of them here in Galilee. He gestures to the various jars of sacks and spices on display. We got everything from cinnamon to cumin to saffron. I'd like to become a saffron baron, and I'd like to be known <laughs> as Baron Saffron. <laughs> saffron is very, very Well, that's, that's it. I was like, you know, if someone offers you copper or gold, you go for gold, oh, don't yeah. you? You don't yeah, ground. Isaac nods thoughtfully at your decision. Saffron, eh? <laughs> he loves a little. It just takes me back to the. It takes me back. Chicken, yeah, huh? yeah, that's exactly what came to my mind. Saffron, eh? That's a good choice. It's one of the most valuable spices around, and we have a good supply on it here at Galilee. But be warned, it's not an easy market to break into. There are already some well established saffron traders in the area, and they don't take kindly to newcomers trying to muscle in on their turf. He looks you up and down and then grins. But hey, if anyone could do it, it's you, Baron Saffron. Oh, is that your name now? Yeah, I've already named you. Baron Saffron. <laughs> nice. It's like nominative determinism. Yeah. <laughs> I like the sound of that. You've got moxie, my friend. Moxie. I think that's like chutzpah, like just uh, sort of like uh, swagger or ambition or something. I didn't I didn't come on it because I thought everyone just knows what that word is. But yeah, um, thank you for praising <laughs> yeah, that. I, 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 I guessed, I presume that's it. I can see you making your name for yourself around this town. Isaac gives you a rundown of the various saffron producers and traders in the area and offers to introduce you to some of them. What's he also, in it for him? Yeah, I know, yeah. Like, surely you, you, he's, he's just, just setting up a competitor. He's well, giving you a place to live, yeah. a job. He's, he's old. Yeah, he's enthused by my energy. Maybe you're his lasting legacy. Oh, about like that. So interesting. He's, like, he's just handing everything over. When you become really successful, it's like, I was responsible for that. That's me. Yeah. yeah. I was his mentor. I taught him everything he knows. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
He was once my Barrow boy in the market. He'll say stuff like that. I gave him the title Baron Saffron. <laughs> <laughs> that catchy title. De- now, have you got like a, a uniform, you know, under your cloak? Is it like um, a Superman? I think so. I'd, li- I'd like to think it's um, probably red, as in like I've got so much saffron. I've just like <laughs> got it everywhere. It's just rolling it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's probably Dripping what I'm going for. in saffron. Yeah. yeah, it gives you a rundown of the various saffron producers and traders and offers you to introduce you to some of them. He also gives you some advice on how to negotiate prices and transport the saffron safely. It seems like you've got a solid plan in place, Baron Saffron. You'll need to work hard mm. and stay focused, but with Isaac's help and your own resourcefulness, mm-hmm. you might just succeed. Mm. What would you like to do next? I'd like to meet one of the local saffron merchants and work out a plan to cripple his business so I can step in. <laughs> Taking a leaf out of Savage. your book here, Keon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you've got don't, to be ruthless. Don't, don't be too kind. Absolutely. Isaac recommends a local saffron merchant named Mordecai who has a near monopoly on the saffron trade in the region. However, he's also known to be ruthless and cutthroat in his business dealings and he has made many enemies over the years. That's my kind of guy. Mm. Isaac agrees to set up a meeting with Mordecai but warns you to be careful. This guy is no oh this guy is no pushover, Baron Saffron. Says. <laughs> not much difference. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, there was, it was subtle, but yeah, subtle, <laughs> subtle difference. It's more your facial expression. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a shame. No one can see those. He's got his he's got his fingers in a lot of pies, and he won't take kindly to someone trying to muscle in on his territory. I think this is the most named characters in a playthrough. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's not normally this much like dialogue or yeah. Or people with names. It's it's weird. It was yeah. like right. We're doing we're doing lots of characters today. <laughs> and you didn't change the prompt or anything. Uh, to... No, just went with nice. it. Loves it. A few days later, you meet with Mordecai at his shop. Oh, guess what? He's a burly man with a thick beard <laughs> <laughs> and piercing eyes, and he seems to be sizing you up as you enter. You explain your interest in the saffron trade and your desire to establish your own business in the area. Mordecai listens silently and gives you a cold smile. Ooh. I see, he says. So you think you can just waltz on in here, take over my business, do you? You must be quite confident, Baron Saffron. How does he know your name? Or perhaps just foolish. Mm, he's, thre- he's threatening, yeah, he's isn't he? he's not happy to see you, is he? He leans in close to you, his breath hot on your face. Let me give you a piece of advice, young man. This is my town and my trade. I don't take kindly to outsiders trying to muscle in on my turf. If you want to play in my sandbox, you're going to have to pay a heavy price. He's laid, he's laid down the law, isn't he? He's talking tough. What yeah. would you like to do, do Baron? You... Sa- he's, Game Master's calling you Baron Saffron now as yeah. well. I, I think Game Master's uh, in my corner here. Yeah. Do you think I'm going to go meekly or not? I mean, Just have a little guess. What, what think, do you think, Ryan? I think, I think you're going to, like, you know, probably headbutt him. Or <laughs> Well... really i'd like to distract his attention and then when he's not looking quickly tie his sandal laces together so he falls over interesting approach (laughs) you decide to try a risky move to distract mordecai and gain his upper hand as he continues to glare at you you suddenly point behind him and shout look it's the high priest (laughs) mordecai turns his head quickly looking over his shoulder it's just enough of a distraction for you to quickly kneel down and tie his sandal laces together as mordecai turns back around to face you he takes a step forward and stumbles his feet caught in the tangled laces he flails his arms wildly, trying to regain his balance, but it's no use. With a loud crash, he falls to the ground in a heap. 
and therefore his saffron business is yours. And that's the end. That's is all that, it takes. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let's see. You quickly take advantage of the situation and make a run for it, leaving Mordecai lying on the ground behind you. You can hear him cursing and shouting in anger as you disappear into the crowded market. It's a risky move, but it seems to have paid off. How? <laughs> <laughs> Because Mordecai is likely to be embarrassed and injured, which may give you an opportunity to move on in his saffron trade. What? Yeah, because he's injured. You know, he's got he's got oh, some time he fell off. Over. He's fallen yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's no businessman anymore. <laughs> he's out of action. So, and he's embarrassed. You know, he's, he's everyone's seen that. Yeah, and he's kind of made him look a fool in front of everyone. So he's lost his dignity. Uh, what would you like to do next, Baron Saffron? And I just seized the moment. It seemed like the right right time for this. I'd like to jump onto his donkey and gallop to his estate. I mean, Stealing his donkey. So he's got a, do- I've just a assu- I just assumed. I mean, I'm, I bet there is. I there'll bet be, there is yeah, there'll be a donkey. There'll be, There's there'll no be. chance in hell Game Master's going to go, what donkey? Sorry, no donkeys. <laughs> Pick another option, yeah. <laughs> and, and galloping on a donkey? Do they, can they, they can gallop, yeah. I, well, yeah. This, this one can, yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeehaw! <laughs> and you chose because I'm, I'm picturing there's loads of donkeys around. You've chosen specifically his, his donkey. Yeah, it's like just covered in saffron memorabilia. Wow. <laughs> I'm guessing. And I guess like he'll know the way as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you don't, how are you not going to know the way? Are I'm you? just like yeah, yeah. Go. Come on, donkey, off to his off estate. We go. Yeah. yeah, home we go. Home yeah. James. You quickly scan the crowded market for an opportunity to escape unnoticed. Spotting Mordecai's donkey nearby you, you make a dash for it and jump onto his back. You kick the animal's sides and begin to gallop through the busy streets, leaving the market behind. You feel a rush of adrenaline as you realize that you successfully outmaneuvered one of the most powerful saffron merchants in the region. <laughs> Hardly out- <laughs> outmaneuvering him, is it? Pushing him over and stealing his donkey. Why has no one thought about this before? It's so easy, yeah. As you arrive at the estate, you see a group of armed guards standing at the gate. They look surprised to see you, and one of them steps forward to block your path. What's the meaning of this? He demands. Who are you, and why are you riding Mordecai's donkey? <laughs> Fair, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it perfectly reasonable so far. But, but then I like this. It jumps ahead and doesn't give me a chance to answer. It, it just answers for me. Oh, it's, it's jump. Yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of three days it. later as you recover in Mordecai's <laughs> in swimming hospital. pool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hospital. It just takes it takes the lead to ChatGPT and says, "You take a deep breath and try to sound confident. I'm Baron Saffron," you say, "and I'm here to discuss the business proposition with Mordecai. I believe he'll want to hear what I have to say." The guard eyes you skeptically, then nods to one of his companions. Take him to the boss, he says. Let's see what he has to say for himself. Now that's quite weird because it sort of says the guards know. They're like, why are you on my yeah. boss's donkey? Mm. And then... They know uh, he's not uh, in. Yeah, they know he's not in. And I'm like, I'm here, here to see your boss. Yeah. And they're like, all right, we'll take you through. That's is, all you- is the boss going to have teleported yeah. there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he had a second donkey that was faster <laughs> yeah. around the back. <laughs> You're led through the gates and into the sprawling estate. As you pass through the gardens and courtyards, you can't help but marvel at the opulence and wealth on display. Mordecai is clearly a man of great means, and he's not likely to let go of his power and influence without a fight. Right, so you obviously, you know he's not going to be there. Mm. So what was your intention? What on earth was I thinking? Why were you going to his estate, or is is that going to be... I think I was... I didn't really know. I was just trying to... I panicked in the marketplace. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) And I just wanted to look around and get a sense of, you know, if if I were to become a a saffron baron, what sort of opulence, what sort of lifestyle would be open to me? So I want to get a measure of this man, and maybe I can sort of somehow turn his people against him. I think that's where I was going with it. Okay. And that's also, you, you just want to wander around his house. 
What was that show where you went around celebrities' houses and looked in their fridges? Um, cribs. Cribs. Yeah. So it was like saffron cribs. You just wanted to see what the local yeah, look, yeah. <laughs> celebrities' lifestyles were like. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, he's obviously got some. He's got a good donkey. <laughs> he's got like the fastest donkey in the land. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I was thinking as well. You know, I'm walk. I was walking quite a, a dangerous tightrope here because I'm claiming that I'm there to see their boss. I'm riding his donkey. And he's obviously not going to be there. So I was a bit nervous. So I said, as an insurance policy, I snatch up a handful of dirt from the flower patch so I can throw it in a guard's face if I need to leave in a hurry. <laughs> but, but, but then I make my play. I select the man I take to be the head of Mordecai's personal guard. And I tell him I will double his salary and that of all Mordecai's employees if he helps me take over Mordecai's estate. Okay. Sneaky. Well, and I, I just as a mini spoiler, I love the way ChatGPT interpreted that and deals with it. It says, <clears throat> as you're being led through Mordecai's estate, you quickly grab a handful of dirt from a nearby flower patch and stuff it in your pocket. It's a small insurance policy just in case things don't go as planned and you need a quick escape. As you're brought before the head of Mordecai's personal guard, you notice that he's a tall, imposing figure with a scar running down his left cheek. Ooh. He regards you with a cold stare, clearly unimpressed by your presence. You take a deep breath and make your pitch. I'm Baron Saffron, you say, <laughs> and I have a proposition for you. I want to take over Mordecai's estate and his saffron trade, and I'm willing to pay handsomely for your help. The head of the guard raises an eyebrow, and why should I help you, he asks. What makes you think you can succeed where so many others have failed? Well, I tied his shoelaces. I said, look, look, it's a high priest. And he fell over. Where's his donkey? He hasn't got it. Yeah. But your answer is actually this. You pull out a small pouch of coins and toss it onto the table in front of him. Very rock and roll. Yeah. Because I'm willing to pay double what Mordecai is paying you and all of his employees, you say. Think about it. With that kind of money, you could live like a king. You could retire to the coast or buy your own vineyard. You could have anything you want. The head of the guard eyes the pouch of coins, then looks up back at you. How do you know you can deliver on your promises, he asks. You take a deep breath. You're doing a lot of deep breaths, aren't you? Very, well, staying, very I'm, calm. I'm, keeping, I'm, your I'm keep, keeping calm, and it's, it's a high-pressure situation, yeah. as you'll see from what I say <laughs> next, apparently. So you decide to lay all your cards on the table, and you say, because I have a secret weapon. What? Reaching into your pocket <laughs> and pulling out the handful of dirt. I have something that can blind a man in an instant. <laughs> and if you don't help me, I'll use it on you and your men will all leave you helpless. That's what it thinks. <laughs> the dirt in the pocket is the secret answer. Yeah, to like bl it's a secret <laughs> weapon to blind people. Blind you. No one has ever seen this <laughs> before. The head of the guard looks at you with a mix of curiosity and suspicion. He seems to be weighing his options, trying to decide whether to side with you or stick with Mordecai. What I mean, that's not next? a decision, surely. Like, a madman's come in and says he's going to throw dirt in your face and pay well, you double. Hmm. So I was a bit taken aback by this. And so I've, I say, uh, Jesus Christ, I didn't see that coming, Game Master. You dropped me right in it. I hope, like, fuck, he doesn't ask for a demonstration of this high-grade mud weapon. <laughs> Instead, I will explain I come from a land where a different business principle rules and that a company called John Lewis, no relation to John the Baptist, I say, <laughs> the employees are all part owners of the business and that not only are they among the most satisfied employees in my land, but John Lewis also has some of the finest market produce available. After all, I say with a wink, you don't get a name like Baron Saffron by being shit at business, do you? <laughs> 
The head of the guard listens to your explanation with interest, his eyes narrowing as you mention the John Lewis company and its unique ownership structure. It's <laughs> so, so dry. <laughs> he seems intrigued by the idea of employees being part owners of the business and asks you to explain more about how it works. God, you have to do a business pitch about John Lewis now. <laughs> you launch into a passionate speech about the benefits of employee ownership and the head of guard listens intently, nodding occasionally and asking you questions as you speak. As you finish your speech, the head of guard looks at you thoughtfully. You're a persuasive man, Baron Saffron, he says, and I can see you're passionate about what you believe in. I'll think about your proposition and we'll see what happens. You realise you may have just dodged a bullet, Baron Saffron. It seems your quick thinking and business acumen have once again served you well. What would you like to do next? So I ask him, uh, and I sense this is really the crucial moment, ask him, well, what do you say, Captain of the Guard? Are you Captain of Mordecai's Guard? Or Captain of Baron Saffron's Guard? And that's where we're going to leave what? our adventure for wow. today. What? Come on! <laughs> cliffhanger of all cliffhangers. <laughs> there's a, there's a, a definitely a clear and present danger that this guy might have just become sick of my shit at this point. He seemed and, really annoyed. Well, he's got a scar down his face. He's, yes. he's weighing up whether to uh, stick a knife in my head or uh, or I, get on board. I mean, surely he's going to stick a knife at you. So you he dropped up like on his master's donkey. Yeah. And you've just said, I'll give you more money to be, to work for me. Yeah. And um, we're just waiting to see what he says. And well, also, logically, also... he'll kill you. <laughs> but I'm going to guess. <laughs> Game Master will be uh, all on board with it. Yeah, I've also threatened to kill him with my weird mud weapon that can blind him and all of his men. They all seem to believe that as well. That yeah. They're all like, stand back. He's got the, the mud thing. <laughs> He's got the mud in his yeah. pocket. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping that it plays out and we, we we learn more about this this crazy mud weapon. In wait, so so presumably, obviously, this is a pre-record, a pre-playthrough. Yeah. So Tan knows the answer. I know the answer. Don't. Yeah. When are we um, going to meet Jesus? That's what I want to know. Well, that that might come up in part two. So you're going to wrap up the saffron storyline with Jesus, or um, I mean, I'm going to try and blend the two together. <laughs> I think there's there's no reason they can't coexist. Well, wh- what have we learned? We've learned that ChatGPT has got its eye on playing the game. It doesn't want to get bogged down in too much detail, like how I can understand people. It would rather say, here's some magic. Let's just get on with the game, Let's please, mate. I, I thought that was hilarious that it actually said, shut up, this is a game. <laughs> <laughs> like, of stop, being, you, stop being pedantic. It's magical, right? <laughs> it's magical, some kind of technology, surely you can understand. I think, I mean, I've learned that, surprisingly, it can come up with, characters with a little bit more substance yeah i mean to date the the non-playable characters have been pretty poor they've been paper thin haven't they so far but uh putting, a through, of... putting me through my paces with all with all the voices i mean they're all still a bit too like burly um, they're all burly bushy bearded yeah <laughs> that's like oh, how, how can i really give this character some depth oh he's burly bushy beard <laughs> and he looks at you suspiciously yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think that's what we should challenge it to try and find a skinny person with no beard. I think okay, so that notes ourselves. Next prompt, we gotta gotta try and get it to to put some flesh on these players. These other characters. characters. And yeah. I do think it seems to be more up for challenging you. Like it's it's less kind of have whatever you want. It's actually trying to sort of, you know, make you work. Uh, and that's why this cliffhanger is quite exciting, because I don't know which way he's gonna go. Because I actually think you could find yourself like in a little cage waiting for Mordecai to turn up and being like where is he then yeah 
I think, um, what do you think Mordecai would do if he came back and I'd been captured by, by the guard? Probably have me tortured or something. Oh, uh, well, I don't think ChatGP is ruthless enough to torture you, but like maybe you become like a servant or something. Mm. He gives you like, you're, you're like the jester when he needs to entertain for people. <laughs> and you come out and you've got to learn an instrument or something. Yeah. Just scrubbing around with my mud. Yeah. <laughs> Your mud weapons. <laughs> Just running around throwing mud into the face of yeah. people who uh, Mordecai commands. So Keon, where do you think where do you think this cliffhanger is gonna end? Where's Tang gonna take this? Well, I think he's he's in a bit of he's in a spot of bother. And I know that he's there on in search of Jesus. So this might be his way in, in, to get you know Mordecai to sort of like forgive him, be like, look, 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 I, 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 I tell uh, you what, like don't have to trust me, but I'll find someone who will like solve all your problems. And <laughs> so, take... <laughs> so Jesus is going to come and be the intermediary. Yeah, yeah. He's like, like I that. know this guy. I know this guy. And uh, maybe that's how we we, we introduce him. Because Mordecai will just get one of his cronies to go and find this man. Joseph. I'm a bit worried that Tan's going to make Baron Saffron like one of the other dudes on the cross next to Jesus. Oh, no. Just chatting <laughs> oh, wow. to him. Like, I've got some <laughs> Saffron business. Is <laughs> that so Monty Python? <laughs> oh, dear. We'll have to see. Okay. It's been, what, a couple of weeks since we published the first episode of Past Master Online. We've had loads of great feedback from people. Thank you to everyone who has left us a positive review. Shout out to Josh Gill. Really, really kind of you to say. This is fantastic, he says. Helen Cassidy. Julie Simpson. Shane Brennan. Chris Mason. Jasper uh, Fulcher. Chris Dillon. Mike Krachowski. I know he's been listening as well. All, all the gang. Appreciate all your support. Yeah, if you've been enjoying the show, please either leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Or yeah, tell somebody you know, get them to have a listen. We really appreciate all the support. You can get in touch with us. We are on Twitter at PastmasterAI. We are on Instagram at PastmasterPod. You can email us at PastmasterPod at gmail.com yes. if you want to write something longer, like giving us some well-needed feedback about how we can make this better. Yeah, follow us on socials, and there's also if you sign up to our newsletter, we will send you the prompt so you can play the game yourself and let us know. That's all for this week. We're going to find out what happens to Baron Saffron next week. Don't miss it. Bye. 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 Bye.